0: downloading content prepare for
1: database expansion Hi, I'm the Black Goat and I'm Crawling
0: Chaos and welcome to Organise Fun the board game podcast where this week we've played Cthulhu Wars with the Dreamlands expansion but as usual business first so Mark you last time found this Far Place game that you were on about Was was it Animals? Animal Rescue Animal Rescue yes so
1: I think Far Place is a real life animal rescue place oh yes no I do remember and they've got a Kickstarter
0: and they were on a thousand and they needed 5,000, was that right?
1: I, need, I only need 5,000. There's 19 days to go. It finishes on August the 20th. Yeah. They are still on just over a 1,000. Oh. So we've got 19 days everyone. <laughs> so, and there's a little blurb here. The game is a set collection and race game based on the realities of running Far Place Animal Rescue. I am founder and CEO of Far Place Animal Rescue and have collected board games for 40 years, so decided to design one based on this personal interest and the fact there are no no games based on rescuing and rehoming animals. Only zoo-based games so far, oh, apparently.
0: Right. Oh, so is it like it's like it's rehoming abandoned these. dogs and that? Yeah. Okay, cool. So I'll ask you for another update.
1: So we shall see after August 20th <laughs> if you want to help. It's a really nice game. Well it looks like it anyway.
0: Excellent. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Do not power down your personal enjoyment unit.
0: Right as I said, then this week we have played Cthulhu Wars with the
1: (laughs) completely different (laughs) animal rescue. We have
0: been rescuing and rehoming some horrors from beyond with the Dreamland map. Now, as is customary for an expansion episode, Mark, can you just give us a recap of Cthulhu Wars and
1: and what the game is? Oh, why didn't you warn me about this? (laughs) Because it's funny to hear what you say. Well, in Cthulhu Wars, there are wars against various different creatures. So you have a massive board of a map, and it's got what about sort of five or six sections so they are quite large you have a team of cultists and various monsters and things and you spawn yourselves out of a gate and you have to build your own gates on all these different areas of the map make sure you have enough monsters on there and fight off any other invading monsters does that make sense
0: that does make sense. That makes perfect sense. It's an area control sort of with Cthulhu monsters, isn't it? Now this expansion comes with a number of new features. It comes with a whole new map. We're playing in the Dreamlands and this map is split up into two sections that are completely separate. So there's the surface and there's the underworld of the Dreamlands and you can travel between the two via tunnels. Although we, both our teams started on the surface and you only like quite near the end went to the underworld. I'm really I think in a two player game, definitely you can survive on one half of the map. Like, there was no
1: need for us to spread. So, hang on, what actually is the expansion? What did you get? So, we've got this new map, you've got a map. Yeah, I've got the monsters that come with the map. And, like, two monsters.
0: Two different types of monsters. But, okay. like, yeah, so a set of figures, and that's it. You've got a lot
1: of maps already. I do have a lot of maps. Like, what actually does it bring? I mean, the maps don't, don't really do anything different at all. It doesn't change the game in any way what kind of map you're on, I feel. It sort
0: of did. Like, okay, so there was this different way to win. There was these citadels on the map, and if you controlled all the citadels in your surface or your underwater, World, you automatically win the game. Which I did, listen
1: <laughs> Yeah, but I sort of won first, but anyway.
0: Yeah, you got all your spell books first, but I beat you to the to the actual win condition. So yeah, so each map comes with a different win condition, doesn't it? Sort of. Yeah. And each map mm. so this time we had in the underworld there was this monster called the Bowl, spelt like a B- b-h-o-l-e It doesn't sound like sounds shit. Bowl. But like this horrible worm thing. A pool. Yeah. That moves to where your gates are and destroys your gates. So so it makes it harder to control the citadels because it smashes your gates. And then on the surface, these little things called zoogs, which they also occupy your gates, but they don't destroy them. You just can't control the gate while the zoog's there, so you've got to kill the zoogs first. So it did make it harder. Okay, yeah, the zoog things did. There was lots of gate swapping. Like on other maps, once you control a gate, pretty much, unless someone comes and steals that gate from you, you've got that gate for the whole game. Whereas this, every turn, the zoogs were coming and forcing you off the gates and so. Sort of. So there was a lot of gates swapping hands in this one, but you're right. No, I mean, I suppose it didn't
1: make it that. I'm just different. saying the design of the actual getting a whole new board. Yes, I don't think changes that much. But I think like you've got that library one. It's like great. Right, it's a library rather than continents or whatever. It doesn't make any difference to the game. You're just invading other spaces, whatever the design is.
0: True, true, true. Does it boost the replayability? So you're right. So each team has a starting space marked on the board. So if you're playing that team, you know you're always going to start in that space. Uh, so. I- surely your tactic like if you just had the one board you would know right if I play with this team my first move is always going to be spread to that space spread to that space and do this do this so at least with the different maps the starting spaces and the layout is different so your tactic sort
1: of has to be different ish yeah okay is it just a way of keeping I mean, it fresh you have to play a lot I think
0: yes you would no I get that I just think the more different maps there are the more different tactics you have to adopt okay you can never just almost you'd go on autopilot wouldn't you if it was the same map each time I start in this corner then I do this then I do that then I do that and I win or whatever yeah but anyway so yes it came with this new victory condition control the citadels these new monsters that sort of get in the way and mess things up for you and and the new map obviously but yeah you're right that that is it quite a lot of these new expansions and so how many expansions are there for this oh tons there's like so there's the main map ones but then there's new factions you can get i've got nine factions which are the
1: massive model things you get with it
0: yeah so it. the base game came with four and then i've bought five new ones that each come with like your, cultists, your Monsters, you yeah, all that sort of stuff. But then there are these packs of neutral monsters, which is what I'm going to talk to you next. I've got loads of these neutral monsters that anyone can summon, but there's literally like 50 of them, <laughs> and the logistics of having those—you would have to have all the cards laid out because each has a different cost to buy them and a different situation where you could get them. It's just too much. So, no, oh, and
1: they're massive counters. Like it's—it's it's like a board. You're playing a board game like with a magnifying, like under a magnifying glass. Like everything. It yeah. is massive yeah. it's like a giant board game
0: Yeah, which doesn't help
1: with all the figures that you've got so I was thinking
0: and this is nowhere in the rules or anything I mean, we've I know in previous Cthulhu Wars episodes we've been critical of the rules and again just refreshing myself on how to play the rule book fucked me off no end but the neutral monsters are generally divided so there's old ones like big big ones medium soldiery type monstery ones and then these things called terrors which are kind of I guess let's go if we're sticking with the analogy lieutenants <laughs> so old ones terrors bug standard so I was maybe each game if you literally just dealt here's a random old one here's a random lieutenant here's a random bog standard then at least you're still using the neutrals they're there but it's a much more controlled these are your options for this game not hey here's 50 other potential monsters because imagine how much that would gum up your turn right I'm gonna look at my own monsters oh but there's also 50 potential neutral monsters I could summon if I wanted so
1: when we played we didn't really do that bit properly no I left it out you left it out right okay yeah this this game it did seem quite straightforward and easy actually and I was like hang on a second this is like a yeah um, what's it called what's it called game streamlined Ho- thingy horror Arkham horror Arkham it's an Arkham game yes this is too simple for an Arkham game
0: yeah right <laughs> I mean yes so I think next time, that's what I'm going to try. I'm just mm-hmm. going to deal a random neutral old one, a random neutral lieutenant, and a random neutral
1: thing. So with the, ball, the rule book and everything, they haven't really thought as they've gone along no. with all the expansions mm-hmm. and stuff. Somebody no. has not, not got an overall picture of the whole thing. Okay. Yeah. No. Bad. Well, it's like we spoke before. It's like each expansion and each...
0: Thing thing seems to be made completely independently. Even though it's designed to all be used together, no thought has gone into how you use this with this. Like okay, the underworld map box that I got, there's also a separate box of surface monsters and Underworld Monsters. Fine, okay, but they're all just neutrals. You can... And shouldn't they have specific rules, like...
1: I didn't get this whole Underworld thing, because it's just... A, again, it's just the map. Yeah,
0: but then, like, if your team had its starting spot in the Underworld and mine had it on the surface... Oh, you couldn't get... A... Then oh, I see, okay. I think it was just... Get across so easily, right. Because we both had teams okay. that started on the surface and mm-hmm. we didn't really need to go
1: away from the surface at all. Do these people make similar games? Like, they don't make the other Arkham games? No, these are... This is Peterson Games. Peterson games Sandy Peterson oh I mean, is it yeah oh what else did he do have didn't, we talked about him on this one or?
0: yeah didn't he do the Call of Cthulhu RPG or something like he's quite famous he's quite but, good
1: famously but, bad
0: well I, don't know. <laughs> I think, <laughs> don't know I think he's perceived to be you know like a, a respected yeah member of the <laughs> game design people but yes anyway so that's that so that's what I'm going to do next time I think I'm just going to deal some random neutrals and say here is your selection of neutrals you can use I think you should some. write to them and tell him. <laughs> uh, yeah I can't wait you know ages ago Yonks and Yonks we spoke about Dicer and like oh, compiling yes. yeah this would the, be. that is still on my list of things to do so I cannot wait to tackle and make the ultimate rules for Cthulhu Wars. <laughs> and I will just filter out all the shit I'll put it all in the right order like literally in the setup it's got setup everyone place their faction token on zero on the Doom track okay that makes sense but then the next page is now everyone choose a faction well how can you do that if you haven't chosen your faction
1: <laughs> anyway somebody hasn't tested this no but right so
0: that was the dreamlands we did also i also have got a couple of other expansions i bought a load of expansions all at once these were out of print for ages they were going for like 700 quid on ebay i was like mm. imagine paying 700 quid and then it doesn't make sense in the rule book i know but they've done a reprint and now you can just get them all readily for like 30 40 quid so again imagine if you paid 700 quid <laughs> yeah, and then the reprint know. comes out oh here you go anyway so I, i've stocked up so i've got two other maps that we didn't play with today but i will just talk briefly about them i I don't think they're worth doing a whole episode on otherwise it'd just be three episodes in a row where we say it's a different map it's <laughs> so i got the primeval earth which is like earth before the continents shifted and it's got like atlantis and shit on it from
1: the past and these come with other figures as well
0: yes so primeval earth comes with these glaciers these ice sculptures and because it's like ancient and the ice age and stuff so each doom phase the ice sort of spreads but this you can't defeat the ice and you can't go you, so the map gets smaller and smaller the longer you play so you're forced to fight each other because you're getting into a smaller arena I think that would be quite cool
1: yeah so when you said ice sculptures my mind did, went did off d- imagine <laughs> like imagine this is another category yeah board games just made out of ice <laughs> you can only play them once yeah Or oh, no imagine. no it should
0: come with a silicone mold so you can refreeze it fill re-freeze, it with water yeah, and, and make, make it again. Fizz again
1: or put them in your drink
0: yes that would work. It would have to be quite simple. It would have I to mean, literally just be a roll and move around the track, like right? Like
1: ice chess or something. Yeah. I bet that exists, ice chess. Yeah, I'm I gonna, bet that does. But we're I bet ice that games exist. Sorry, carry on about these. But that's a good
0: idea. Right, anyway. yes. Yeah, so the primeval one is the ice age, the ice spreads, so your your field of battle gets smaller, it forces you together. Mm. That would be quite interesting. And the other one, you mentioned it already, this library. So the great library of Salino, which is just this weird... Imagine, you know, like an Escher drawing with all the stairs going, there's doors on each and you can only travel through the portals and get to different rooms it looks very complicated but same again it has a couple of monsters there's the librarian not a librarian it's a horrible tentacly thing thing. (laughs) and this thing called the custodian your books are over (laughs) (laughs) absolutely. you don't want to get late fees with these guys but what this has so you know I was talking about the neutral monsters Mm. the library because it's a library has neutral spell books so you know each team you have to collect your spell books but there's also this set of library books that you can dip into.
1: Okay, that sounds good. That yeah. sounds a bit different.
0: So I you know, I do like that each map sort of has its own little set of rules to make the game slightly different. But and maybe this will come out in the frag, but like okay, you've got these it's expensive. You've got these giant figures that look really cool. You've got all these different tokens, you know, if you're using this, you have these tokens and this and this and this. But at the end of the day, the game's quite simple, isn't it? You just It is.
1: Yeah, that's move what I'm- to spaces and fight stuff. That's what I was like, I thought I'd won, and I was like, that's too easy, <laughs> way too easy to win this game. Yeah, it's like it's sort of like you know, like um, I suppose like Arkham, like the main Arkham is like Lego, right? Maybe like Manchester Mad- Madness is like te- what's that? Te- Some more technique. Te- technique. Yeah. This is like they Dupl- stopped making that. This is like Duplo of Arkham games. Yeah. Okay. It's big. It's chunky. Yeah. We'll Playmobil. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. Updating Rule Protocols well, <laughs> shall we refrag it? Hang on, are we, what are we doing, the game or they just the expansion? Just the expansion that we played today. This the version, expansion that we played. Yeah, today's so fun. Oh shit, should, should we get the cards? What? We've got to do it properly. Okay, four. Three, why?
1: Well, because I thought it was quite straightforward. I, there wasn't too much going on, not because some of these where you've got to keep your eye on lots of different, you know, doom trackers and money and all other things kicking off. If you do that, this happens or this happens. There was enough. You had your power. You could to you actually get your spell books, do a couple of fights. The turn order was quite simple. Yeah. And so I enjoyed it because there wasn't too much to be going on. And actually the figures are cool. Yeah. They're completely unnecessarily huge, but they are, they do look good as well. They do. So, you, you know, it's fun. It's, and, and you've got the tracker. Well, it's only like really 30 turns before the game's over.
0: Well, less than 30 turns because you clock up more points, yeah. like more than one point each yeah. turn.
1: So it's got a time limit.
0: Uh-huh. I went for three, and I'm aware this is going to make me sound like proper contradictory... I don't think it was complicated enough. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: like <laughs> once I saw that I could win, you probably you could like I think I could have won a lot quicker because, as well like, if I'd remembered
1: like six spell things as part of your yes. condition. You could get two or three of them in one turn. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. And each team has different requirements. I'm sure some teams are easier
1: to get than others. I thought I feel like mine was quite easy, but I won last time as well. We yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyway, right. Okay. Replayability. Three. I went for four that time.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I'm not so bothered about all these different expansions. Right. Like the maps, it doesn't matter. I'm not even looking at what it looks like really it's just a space to invade or to win so it doesn't matter if it's a library or a country or whatever or an ice glacier (laughs) I don't
0: care whether I'm invading a
1: country
0: (laughs) or a library
1: (laughs) you're both going to get it (laughs) so I think after a couple of turns it is going to be a bit samey even though you've got these different layouts
0: Mm -hmm. I went for I think the opposite I think each one is different enough to make it relatively fresh yes I know what you're doing is fundamentally the same but it's a different layout there's enough different teams to play as, each with their own different... And yeah,
1: there's not like story or anything, you know, like no. Arkham, there's no one opening up, I walked down the dark alleyway and found the nope. this and this, there's none of that.
0: No, absolutely. It's very story-like, which again, I think that's what contradicts, because everything else looks like it's going to be so complicated with the sheer amount of stuff. Yeah. The fact that there's literally no story in the post. It's like risk, basically. Yeah, like monster risk. Aesthetic?
1: I'll say five. Oh. Because the figures are three. good. i oh, got <laughs> Hang on a second it they're gone well the figures themselves are worth the five they look cool if you don't even want to play just put them on your mantelpiece and it will look nice
0: yes <laughs> true 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 I went for three I know in the past we've commented on each expansion has sort of different components like some are on thick cards some are on thin cards some of this some are that some are like some nothing sort of matches up again we've spoken about the pictures that are in the rule book don't match the figures that you get sometimes so that nah. but this time was the first time I noticed that the silhouette and maybe it's because I've not played with the black goat before but so you know you have a list of creatures that you can summon but they're all done by silhouettes and the silhouette did not look anything like the figure that I, I was like is this the fungi thing it doesn't look like what it was supposed to look like so
1: how many points did you take off for that one slight <laughs> this two. one image two, two yeah. for that w- just one image in this whole of this game all the figures all of them wonderful maps that you've spent lots of money on <laughs> and you just said are amazing just because one little silhouette where might have been wrong. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And, no, I'm thinking holistically here. <laughs> yes. Anyway, all right. sorry. Gameplay? I think I would give it a solid four. I also went for four. I think once you get around the unhelpful rulebook, that, like, as we said, the process is pretty simple. And I'm sure there's probably lots of little logistical bit. You know, like, we had to look up how the combat works again.
1: We had to... I'm like, just... capturing a cultist. Yes. It was, like, minus one thing. And that was, like, a, one of those conditions. Like, okay, so I just went up on the same board and just paid one and I captured a cult I thought I was like is there more to yeah to this shouldn't something else happen <laughs> dice? Have a, no. I don't know it was just like oh I'm just gonna capture you cultists are weak sometimes. minus one point and that was it and that, and then I got a spell book just for doing that it just seemed a little bit too simple in some ways yeah but it was still no it was still good fun it was still quite a good considering yeah what it looks like yes yeah there's not as much to it no
0: well there you go so that gives it a frag this time Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, 8, of 15 It did well last time, which is slightly better. It's going to take the average up. It's currently on fourteen point three, so this is going to take the average up a little bit more. (laughs) How exciting! (laughs) So that means it is steadily getting better each time we play. Yeah, after like like, how many expansions? (laughs) Nine.
1: How how much was the main game as well? That was a lot. Ninety
0: something. Ninety pounds. Yeah,
1: I know. Overall, if I had like more gas, like the more normal Arkham with all the
0: expansions,
1: is less than that.
0: I think we're looking at easily six hundred quid worth of game
1: here. <laughs> this is this like the most expensive game you have got. If yeah. Read all that up.
0: Yeah, I think so. And it's the most simplest as well. Yeah. Because when you think about like Arkham, Arkham, yeah. I've got loads of expansions for that. But each like each one of those, each town was only like what forty or something. Whereas each of these and each little set of monsters and each little thing. It's because I was a fool when they were out of print. I paid probably way more than they were. I didn't pay seven hundred quid for Actually, one. they
1: probably um quite cheap to make now with like three D printing. Oh yeah, you could probably. probably. Do your own. Yeah.
0: Anyway, there you go. So the frag's gone up. It's currently. Listed as a win, would you say it's still a win? Yes, it's yeah. still a win.
1: Good. Although I didn't win this time. <laughs> well,
0: no. But whether you win shouldn't <laughs> yeah, be a I know, I know. shouldn't be a decider on whether the game <laughs> is <maybe>. a win. Maybe <laughs> depends how difficult <laughs> it is to win. No. So that keeps our scores at 113. 41. There you Go respectable, respectable. Well, there you go. I've been Phil. I've been Mark. And remember, non relinquum in Arca periculo. You can find us on Facebook at Organised Fun Pod. You can find us on X now, I suppose. It's called at Fun Organized. That's going to get tricky. Find us on X at, at whatever, at Fun
1: Organized. Well, you should say, like, find you on the Podbean website. Or look us up on the Podbean in website. Case, well, in case the, it disappears.
0: In case X disappears, yes. We're also on, like, Apple Podcasts, just basically wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, cool. Well, thanks for listening. Bye, Ludafiles. Bye. Bye. Transfer complete.